Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Barely Brief Podcast, the podcast for the beefy boy, the larger boy, the boy who likes underwear, who does not normally in the underwear mold. So I have, as always, my co-host, Mr. Stevie. Hey, guys. This is uh, Stevie, or Undies Cub, as most of you know me as. And we have a very special guest that we're interviewing on this. You may know him from Instagram. Uh, Mr. Rob, welcome. Hi, everybody. And uh, your Instagram is Boaten Rob. Is that right? Yep. Okay. I never know how to say Instagram handles because <laughs> some are, are more complex than others and some are easy. And yours, yours is on the easy side. Welcome to our podcast. We wanted to have you because A, you're a beefier guy than normal. B, you like to wear skimpy things on your Instagram, which is awesome because me and Stevie both like to wear skimpy things. And C, you seem like a great guy to have on that you have a good role model for other guys out there to wear what you want. So before we get into everything, tell our, re- our readers, our listeners, a little bit about you. Okay, um, let's see. I live in Michigan. I'm 52. I am married. I've been with my partner for 31 years. Nice. Um, what else? I got my screen name, Boat and Rob, from actually we used to have a boat for a long time. And I started um, a Yahoo group back in the day, like in the 90s photos from that and built a following and kept the name. Um, obviously, the technologies and sites have changed over the years. I'll just not go into each one, <laughs> but uh, here we are today and I keep the same name. Cool. So when did you discover your love of underwear or swimwear? Well, I guess I would like to lump underwear and swimwear and just sexy wear in one pile for myself, the way I feel it. I think my first experience with it were, you know, that I remember, well, two things. One in kindergarten, not kindergarten, mm-hmm. but kindergarten age. There used to be, a, 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 we used to play cowboys and Indians. You know, that's kind of socially uh, oh, yeah. bad now, but that's how it was back then. And my mom would make an outfit if I was playing as an Indian that was basically a rope around your waist and then like a towel that went through kind of like a makeshift fundashi. Mm-hmm. Um, in a weird, terrible way, but something about that I like. And um, okay, and then maybe maybe about four or five years later, through I think somewhere in elementary school, don't remember when. Um, I remember very distinctly going to. We went to our neighbor's or friends, parents' friends' house. They had a pool, and I remember that the kids that and I was one of them. We were playing in the living room or something like that, and in the corner on the floor or something like that. And the dad of the house, not my dad, but the host of the house, the friend, comes over and starts talking to us wearing a black Speedo and a towel around his neck and nothing else. And I think that was the first time I ever saw one, or up close. And um, that, I think the term is imprinting, because mm-hmm. that, that had an absolute effect on me, and I was not the same after that. It was just visual and nothing else, but that was enough. So Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing how we all start around the same age, loving underwear, getting into it. And my story was sort of similar. I think a lot of we do a brief tale and a lot of the other guys start around the same age. Gay, straight, by doesn't matter. It's usually around the same age. And our teen, early teens are before discovering underwear, seeing something and then making it our own after that. It's cool to hear. 
my next question for you is you love skimpy stuff. So you like me and Stevie, you like the bikinis, thongs, jocks, whatever. So everywhere. Being a bigger guy like us, what are your challenges in finding a finding gear that fits you, that looks great on you? Because if you look at your Instagram account, there's a ton of great gear in your Instagram account. Oh my God, too much. Um, um, you can't have too. You can't have too much gear. We've already determined. Nope, nope, nope. I don't care what any partner says. Any, any <laughs> roommate, husband that <laughs> can't have too much gear. Nope, sorry, can't. Husbands are always wrong on that one. We say. So, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use that. <laughs> Tell him we're we're the experts in the world of underwear and swimwear. You right. cannot have too much. <laughs> so tell your husband that. So what's been your experience over the years? Finding great gear that A, you feel sexy in, and B, looks good on you because you're not the typical underwear model out there when you look at your Instagram. You're yeah. not the, the Twinkie with the 32 ways, six pack abs. You know, Rod is the, the sexy dad you wish them next door. That's who he is. <laughs> that, that's a yeah. pretty good and let me add, Nor do I want to be. I mean, I like how I look. I like how, you know, the fact that it's, I don't um, shave or wax or or starve myself of carbohydrates so i can have ripped abs i don't want that i really don't i I'd, I'd rather just do something that's comfortable and and, I, and hopefully it makes it makes it work so getting stuff to fit me is not terrible i'm um i'm about a 38 inch waist kind of very okay. where i'm at i buy a lot of stuff from the asian sources um and that can be a problem oh yeah you know anytime i see one size that's bad doesn't mean one size fits none unless you <laughs> one size fits <laughs> small. I put two in in twenty eight inch waist. I've even bought stuff that said two X, mm-hmm. and there's like there's no way in hell. Oh yeah, that, yeah, what? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, stuff stuff from China like that. Two X is usually like thirty four. Yeah, there are not enough X's in the Chinese language. I think to cover my size. <laughs> And I'll, I'll be honest, because um, I've done work with underwear companies influencing um, where they send me stuff for in exchange for photos. And I'll be honest with you, some of the, the I guess they call mainstream brands, even some of those are modest on their, they're, they're conservative on their sizing. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're not so bad that I can't fit into them for the sake of the photos and, and look halfway decent. They're not going to like look like a rubber bands on an egg, but it's not the kind of thing where they're generous enough that I would want to wear it all day long. You know, it might still yeah. pay for and get too tight. I, I don't like tight things if I have to wear them all day. I don't mind it in short time. That's not, a, but you know, there's been brands where I'm just, and, and of course I have to usually pick XL, which for some brands is their top size. Mm-hmm. Um, some are worse than that. And they only go, they only go to L and I think that's kind of difficult, but it's, Sometimes can be an issue, and I think it does vary. XL isn't XL everywhere, even when you're talking about yeah. Western sizes. Kind of the, I mean, once you know, like, like, for example, let's take Poppy, for example. Their XL is more generous than to exist, for my, for my taste. Yeah. Like, to exist is tighter. Modus Vivendi is really, really tight. Let's not even talk about Andrew Christian. Um, <laughs> just, you know what I mean? There's, they all vary, and, and you get to know them after a little while. Yeah, it's figuring out what size fits you but also everyone goes we need standard sizes but we're not going to have that across the world because (laughs) like 
the Chinese market in Japan, they're smaller, so they're going to have smaller underwear as opposed to Europe where it's a little bit more, it's bigger, but it's still small. And Australia is probably the closest match to us. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to have standard sizes anytime soon, but it's good to get the word out there, which brands fit bigger guys. Yeah. Which is not easily done because sizing is a bitch. And what I think most everyone complains the most about underwear is how can I be a medium in this brand and an extra large in this brand? <laughs> For sure. Right. And also, too, I think uh, another big variable is the material they're working with. Yeah. Um, for example, if you're buying something in PVC, that is not going to stretch anything close to no. if you're buying, like, say, a string thong, which is going to probably stretch for miles. Big difference. And also, too, I mean, the Asian package size, the darts that they put in for the pouches just tend to be smaller as well. So even if you get something that fits you in the waist and crotch, it can still be really tight in the pouch. Yeah. Happens. Yeah. It's discovering what works on you size-wise and then sticking with it. But it's always tricky when you find the new brand. It's like, is this going to fit or is this not going to fit? What? What the hell's going on here? When I find something that I like, that's, I can't do this on, on like, say, Wish or AliExpress. That's the Asian sizes don't have this. But when I find something on Amazon that I have, I have, it's it's a collection. It's uh, it's not, I don't have a store on Amazon, but I have, it's like a, kind of like a wish list, but it's for other people, not myself. And I put them there and I put them in categories and I have a large men friendly size. I forget how I worded it. But the idea is, is that when I see some, when I get something and try it, and I see that it comes in larger sizes and it's generous for me, that I'll put that on that list because I know it's hard for big guys to find that. And I want awesome, yeah, yeah, that's really great. I, I, people ask me all the time, and I really have been bad about staying organized about the ones that fit me and how they fit me. So I, that's really great that you share that out there. I should try to do the same thing. Yeah, and send send me the. I'll email you to get that link to put in the okay, show sure. notes so guys yeah. can actually go. And see, which, yeah, me and Stevie should do that more often. That's a great idea. I didn't yeah, think yeah. about doing that. You, you mentioned how materials are different, but it's also, you know, there's different cuts. And, you know, jock shops, obviously, a lot more forgiving maybe than a pair of reefs and so on. So it's sure. us guys. We have lots of different dimensions to worry about when it comes to our underwear. And it's, uh, it can be tricky. So Yeah, and we're all built differently being beefy guys. Some of us have, you know, we have... Big waist, we have big legs. Some of us have big butts, not me, but other people do. Lucky them, I don't have that problem. So it's it complicates us finding underwear more so than the general public because there are more issues with our bodies than, you know, if you're 32 waist and just normal guy, you're not going to have many issues. Yeah. So it's great to see you putting out there, hey, here's some brands to check out. Because not every beefy guy, if you look at Stevie's Instagram, and if I created an Instagram but haven't posted to it, Stevie guilted me into it. <laughs> a lot of beefy guys, including yourself included, don't want to wear the classic cuts. Nothing wrong with them, but I find bikinis extremely sexy, and I love the fit, and I love it. So we need underwear that's for bigger guys who want to wear bikinis and thongs and jocks and whatever else lace is big right now so guys want to wear it so i think it's good that you're out there showing hey look at me i'm in this amazing bikini and 
basically you can too. So I'm sure you've had guys DM you comment that you're inspiring them to wear something outside their norm. How do you react to that when guys actually send you messages saying, oh my God, I can wear this. You look amazing. If they say that, that, that I'm inspiring them, whatever reason, it can be for the, un, you know, inspiring them to wear something sexy that they otherwise wouldn't or something, I don't know, fitness related or thanks for like making hairy guys look sexy or going outside mm-hmm. the stereotype <clears throat> comes on different flavors. I think that's great. In fact, I think that's probably my number one motivator that, that just basically is all pure body positivity that says that you can, you can do you, you can do you and do it sexy. And it doesn't really matter what, what Hollywood stereotypes or society in general or straight people or whoever else is going to tell you just, you know, own what you got and, and rock it. And yeah. that's it. That's it. You know, I, I, you've always been an inspiration to me and, and you know, I've, I've been trying to grow my, Instagram life and, and be out there and help other people. But, you know, I, I, I have my own motive, my own inspiration out there. And you've always been one of them, Rob. And good, good. I, 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 I like knowing that because it, it motivates me. It's reciprocal when I know that. So yeah. I, even, you know, I know you have your OnlyFans and you got to, you know, get a little more fun on those. But just even your videos of you opening new packages and, and showing your excitement on a new pair of underwear and going through, you know, whatever's the latest stuff. It's fun to see. I, got, it's a, it's a, I share it in your excitement because I understand that, that, I, that you know, rush of a, of a new pair of underwear coming in and how's it going to fit? What do you think? Sometimes it's, sometimes it's not so good. Sometimes it's awesome. Right. And, right. and uh, it's fun to be on the journey with you. It's like Christmas. Every time I open something. Yeah. I'm not kidding. That's like, what it is. <laughs> I've been of a couple of weeks without a package. I'm like, oh, I guess I got to buy some more underwear because I don't know what I'm going to do right now. <laughs> buy underwear. Buy lots of underwear. Yes. Keep the industry going. Yeah, besides, under, you know, we mentioned that you like other gear. So while we're talking, what, what's your other other gear um, interests and, and how do you like to wear them? And, and how you, what's your experience been as a guy of your stature? There's very little I don't like. Probably, my, probably one of my biggest motivators is the spandex fabric. And they, they vary. There's different kinds mm-hmm. and they have different feels. But the feel of that is probably my number one turn on because just the feel of that itself is very, very sensual and sexy to me. Um, when I was, hmm, gosh, probably 11, 12, I snuck into my mom's dresser and I, I stole a pair of panties and I tried them on and I loved how they felt. And I think it's probably at least important for me as a distinction to say, this was not, an, uh, that no, nothing that I see as cross-dressing. I was not interested in trying to be feminine. That was not my motivation. My motivation was I liked the feel of the fabric, and I liked how it felt on me, especially when it's cleaning your skin, like around your legs and around yeah. your butt. It's, it's, it hugs you in a way that is very sensual, and I had never felt that before. And I found creative ways to repurpose pantyhose and get the most mileage out of one pair of them. For example, and... I, and you can still do this uh, with the little foot. You know those little uh, pantyhose footies they give you when you try on shoes? That's, yeah. Okay. I have, a, I have a method of making those into a G-string. Hmm. <laughs> it's very simple, and it works. Um, but you can do that with a toe of a, of a pair of pantyhose. And you can uh, – I have a method of using, like, the thigh, which is like a cylinder area, of making that into, like, a bikini. So, anyway, I got creative with the repurposing. and. Um, had a lot of fun with it. And that's that, that was kind of my education in the whole 
what led up to spandex because it's kind of a, a, a super super thin spandex if you will yeah. um, you know a lot of the the stuff i buy the stuff that i tend to enjoy the most oftentimes the fabric is what makes it different. Mm-hmm. i love the look of anything sheer or see-through mesh fishnet things like that however fishnet isn't always comfortable yes it, it, yeah, it, if it's too tight it ends up poking through like one of those weird stress balls <laughs> things get a little weird and it can be a little uncomfortable it's like um, a cheese grater yeah it's 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 it, it doesn't have the sensuality that a really silky smooth spandex does there is a fabric that they that a lot of the asian makers use and it's i think it's i'm probably mispronouncing it but it's called polyamide yeah and it's basically a super thin almost membrane like spandex and like there's a brand called good men wear and I know there's another brand called it's it's I think it's pronounced Edge, but it's E G D E. That's a Japanese brand. They have like a white bikini, and it's very very thin. And I think it's that material that I find incredibly sexy. That's just and it doesn't matter what the cut is. You, you do that and and get that wet, and it's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I see someone on Twitter that's doing that in the shower. I will follow them. <laughs> as long as it's, I mean, unless they're like you know, eighty pounds, I'm not into really super thin. I like bigger guys. I see a chubby Asian wearing taking a shower in that. I will. <laughs> nice. Your plug uh, out there. I got you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we're roughly the same age because I turned fifty this year. And hearing you talk about spandex, I grew up, you know, in the '80s when spandex really got big the first time, and everything came around. And of course, being my 16 year old, I had to go buy bike shorts for the first time. I was so excited. And that led into singlets because you have a bunch of singlets in your Instagram. And back in the day, especially when I got into them, you could only get them at wrestling stores, stores that sell wrestling gear, pre internet, pre internet, because you couldn't really order it online. You had to like find out where they were and go get them. And then now singlets are everywhere. So how did you find gear back in the day, pre-internet days Ooh, like that? Um, well, <clears throat> I mean, obviously I already told you about doing making things myself. Yeah. I didn't really have a whole lot of gear, you know, when I was a kid. Um, in the 70s and 80s, you could find Speedos at a yep. regular store. Yep. Um, in fact, up until probably, I would say, very early 90s, you could still. Yeah. Then grunge happened and it was all over. <laughs> yeah. Because um, the 80s, you had bikinis, you have all sorts of things in the under, like Macy's that you don't have today. Right. That were amazing. Right. And of course, you had those jockey Jim Palmer ads of him in a bikini, which, oh my God, if a sports star today had a bikini, it's like, oh my God. You know, um, I remember when uh, Sears catalog was a big thing. My mom would make, uh, would place a kind of like a group large order. She'd order like kitchen curtains and a whole bunch of other crap with it. And she'd ask us what we wanted. And I do remember getting, I think it might have been, even been those Jim Palmer jockey brand. Because they had, I think, a five pack, maybe three pack, five pack, something like that. Yeah. And they had those. And I said, look, I'll take those. I tried those. And they were, you know, they're not the, looking back, they weren't the best. They were just plain cotton. They were not, yep. But for me that was exciting and new and i had to try them every which way <laughs> of course put them put them on the shower every everything was new and exciting so i had to try it of course 
Very cool. It's getting wet. I know you're a big fan of Speedos or, or wearing your gear out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, any, any stories or sh- things you want to share about your public wearing of your, <laughs> of your I, could on, I could go on for days here. Well, um, <laughs> just to, to tease us anyways. <laughs> let, me, let me just say first that uh, when I was a kid, and I mean probably from age 6 to maybe 13, I had a rip, and mostly within my family, but also friends, that my clothes came off a lot. I mean, they, they just did. Um, and, and it kind of got around the family that this is just something that Rob does. I, I know there were multiple instances. Um, we spent summers in Pennsylvania when I lived. I used to live in Reading for a couple of years. My, I had an uncle who lived in Lancaster, and we used to go in his truck in the summer. We'd go swimming at, the, at these little creeks, which, by the way, are fabulous places to go swimming. But in, and there's a current through the creek, um, and I lost my swimsuit a lot. <laughs> and it just kind of fell off. <laughs> but I have photos like um, even I think going in back earlier, probably about age six, when we I remember we had a family reunion in Washington State and the kids are like lined up in the back grandparents backyard. And, you know, we, a bunch of us were like, I think we were running. To the and I had on a little red Speedo. And I was doing my damnedest to not wear that thing. It's like half pulled down. I don't even basically remember it, but that's how that was. <laughs> that's a, from the beginning. Yeah. And, and, and now, you, you know, I mean, these days it seems to have carried through. Uh, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> you, go to, you go to the pool, you go on the boat, you go wherever. And, and you know, any, any experiences you, that, um, good or bad that, you, you know, are memorable? Or, or... I do remember, well, here's one. When we had our boat, we uh, and we would go on the Great Lakes a lot, and um, I know a, a number of times we would go into uh, Mackinac Island Harbor, which is up the top of north or in between the peninsulas of Michigan. And there's an island there, which is like a resort island, and then there's a harbor there where people bring their boats in. And we wouldn't actually go ashore; we would just anchor the boat there. Well, they have all these ferries that go back and forth to the mainland, and they're full of tourists, like dozens of tourists. Well. I would lay out on the bow of the boat in like this. I had this fluorescent yellow thong that just strings in the. Mm. <laughs> and I think it kind of titillated my husband because he's like, you know, they can see everything when they when that boat's going by. And I, there were like people whistling. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, I was half drunk. I barely remember half of it. But I'm like, whatever. I don't give a shit. You know, <laughs> I'm not trying to town or over here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. <laughs> Your ability to just be out there and show off and, and not give any, you know, not give, not care too much. Uh, that's inspiring in and of itself, and you look great doing it. So we all who follow you, thank you. Good, very much. good. I'm glad I inspired. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. That after looking through, because I wasn't following you, I will admit, till Stevie brought it up, and then I'm like, why haven't I found the, you on Instagram before now? I was like, look at all this gear, look at all this singlets. Hell yeah, I'm following him. The singlets have been my thing for since I was probably 19 and first discovered them i knew them in high school of course when the wrestling but it's like yeah. i gotta own one i didn't buy one until i was like 18 19 and then now i have about 30 plus singlets wow. and i just ordered a new one this week so i'm like yeah i don't need any more singlets but as i say you can never have too many <laughs> well, one last question about your um collection You've got a great sense of a variety of colors. Any any color though that you're you favor more than others? Well, uh, brights for sure. 
I love brights. And my logic always has been, and this is true of whether you're dealing with just something small or you're dealing with something that's potentially through, is that from a distance, and this is an issue on the boat because you'd see people from hundreds of yards away. If you're wearing something that's a bright color, that's a, perhaps a contrast to your skin tone, they're going to notice that you're wearing something mm. and maybe not, you know, whereas if I'm wearing something that's like dental floss or something like that, very small, they may not see that. So anyway, that was a logic I used, but I just happen to really like fluorescent bright, um, green and yellow, sometimes orange. Yeah. Well, nice. Yeah. They really pop on Instagram too from not that far away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very true. Very true. So what brands right now are your favorites? What brands are your must-haves in your underwear drawer, swimwear drawer that you mm. recommend for bigger guys? What are the brands that you... De- I guess it depends on what, uh, what it is and what, I'm, and what it's for. Okay, so for daily wear, like for going to the gym and something where it's, mm, it's, yeah, sexy, but it's not, you know, playtime sexy. It's just like daily wear stuff I like. Um, I really like Poppy Jock. Um, oh yeah, they're roomy. I like the narrow waist just because mm-hmm. I have a belly, and the, the the wide waistbands tend to fold over, and I just like the fit of those. So I wear those a lot. When I sell those to to my customers on OnlyFans, that's usually what I sell them because they like worn out stuff. So that's that. I also like um, there's a brand of thongs, and they actually have bikinis too, but it's mainly thongs on Amazon. There are probably other places too, but I buy them on Amazon. And the brand is called iKingsky. It's I King S K Y. Now you can do your own math on how what that actually is, or if I'm even pronouncing it right. But never mind the name. It's a really quality product. I think I bought an eight pack of. They have different styles. That they have a generous pouch. They have very stretchy waistbands. It's a very sensual fabric, and it's like thirty bucks for eight of them. Nice. And they come in a, in like a variety pack of colors, and they're all bright. That's there you go. Boom. Yeah, yeah. The, the ones that call, I think they say, I think they call it jumbo pouch or large pouch. It's not super huge. It's not like stripper pouch. It's just it's generous so that <laughs> when you're uh, when you're wearing them, they're all day long. I honestly, it's it's very comfortable. I'm using that term from now on, stripper pouch. <laughs> stripper pouch. Yeah, I love that. You can wear six cock rings and and and, and look good. Yeah. Oh my God, that's funny. Oh, so I guess that wraps it up for us. Thank you for coming on our podcast today. It's awesome to have you. You're very welcome. I will definitely probably have you back on again sometime soon. Okay. Glad to come. We're trying to get different viewpoints. You gave us a lot of brands that even I didn't know about today, which is awesome. And it's been amazing talking to someone who loves underwear as much as we do. Who's not the typical underwear model. If you can tell everyone where they can find you online. I sure will. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got a preferred link, send it to me and I'll, um, I will do a story and a post. Yeah, definitely. We'll get you, uh, we'll do artwork and everything for the, for the show and get it over to you so you can help promote it as well. So I guess that wraps it up for us. So look in the show notes for all the links of we're going to have his Amazon link, uh, his Instagram, everything else in the show notes. So check it out. And thank you again, Rob. Okay. Thank you so much.